The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaka's Audio Magazine. Welcome to the 16th in our series of podcasts. Once a month, we explore the exciting world of chemistry. In this edition, we're going to talk about energy. Renewable energy, actually. To be even more specific, we're going to talk about solar energy. Solar energy is the future. We see the sun as an inexhaustible source of energy. For us, the amount of energy the sun produces is absolutely unimaginable. The energy that reaches the Earth's surface within just one hour is enough to meet all of our energy needs worldwide for an entire year. Well, theoretically. In practice, it's not quite that easy. Various technologies are already in use, and a lot of research is still going on to further improve these. Still, solar power will be an important source of the energy we need in the foreseeable future. One promising technology is photovoltaics, that is, generating electricity directly from sunlight. Most of us know about this technology because of the solar cells we encounter in our daily lives. Photovoltaic technology is now used in pocket calculators, wristwatches, even parking meters. And you can see solar cells on a lot of rooftops here in Germany, everywhere from school buildings and factories to barns. However, these cells are much more efficient in those countries where the sun shines much more and more intensely than it does here. That is because the efficiency of a solar cell rises with the intensity of the light that strikes it. Hence, there have been many attempts over the years to focus sunlight. A lens allows us to direct and concentrate sunlight, so that when it strikes a solar cell, significantly more energy is produced. Vacker has developed and refined a number of products for this purpose, offered in the Elastosil Solar product line. These products are silicones specially formulated to withstand the harsh conditions to which solar panels are exposed. After all, photovoltaic modules, more commonly known as solar panels, must withstand decades under the blistering sun. They have to bear extreme temperature fluctuations and weathering. The elastosil products are suitable for bonding, encapsulating, sealing, and the like, and they can be used to produce light-concentrating optics. The idea is to replace expensive semiconductor material with more affordable optical components. The most expensive part of a solar panel is the solar cell, which is a thin sheet of semiconductor material. It is this material, in general hyperpure silicon, that absorbs the photons, or light quanta, as they are also called. A semiconductor transforms photon energy into electrical current that can be put to subsequent use. The better a solar cell is, the more complicated it is to manufacture. In order to build highly efficient solar cells, several layers of semiconductor material are combined. Each of these layers has to be made out of a different semiconductor, though. This is because each layer has its own spectral efficiency, in which it works best. The uppermost layer, for example, is most effective at short wavelengths in the part of the light spectrum with the highest energy. 
Longer wavelengths, however, pass right through this layer into the next, which has been designed to absorb exactly these longer wavelengths that had been ignored by the upper layer. So by taking several semiconductor layers and placing one on top of the other, much higher efficiencies can be obtained than is possible with simple, that is, single-layer solar cells. But regardless of whether it is a simple or a multi-layered solar cell, putting a lens in front of it improves its efficacy. It is especially worthwhile to combine lenses with multi-layered cells since this type of solar cell is particularly expensive. The engineers at Solar Tech International have developed a new solar panel that does just that. Vacker provides them with a silicone that's perfect for molding the lenses in these panels. Dr. Christian Ox and his team at Vacker designed this silicone specifically for the needs of the solar industry. There is a problem with conventional lenses. They would have to be very thick to have the short focal lengths required in solar panels. At least, if they were built like the lenses we're used to seeing. That would mean that panels fitted with lenses would have to be significantly thicker and heavier than the solar panels we can currently see mounted on many rooftops. And the manufacturer would need to use that much more material. That's why SolarTech International decided to use Fresnel lenses. Fresnel lenses are optical lenses with short focal lengths, but without the weight or thickness of conventional lenses. To understand this, we need to take a little detour into the world of optics. A lens changes the path of light by refracting the light rays at its edge. The actual thickness of a lens is not important. It is its shape of the edge that matters. Light is refracted as it enters the outer edge of a lens. Within the lens itself, the photons travel along a straight path. A Fresnel lens is constructed to take advantage of that. It is composed of concentric rings that reproduce the shape of a conventional lens at its edge. But these rings all lie on one plane. I'm afraid I don't quite follow you. Well, if you look at a conventional lens from above, the surface is curved in such a way that it is thicker in the middle than at its edge. When you look at a Fresnel lens, however, you see a relatively flat surface made up of many rings, each with a common center. But the upper surface of each of these rings is shaped with exactly the same curvature as the corresponding surface of a conventional lens. You've certainly seen such a lens. Overhead projectors, for example, are fitted with Fresnel lenses. If you look at the glass surface that you lay your transparencies on, you'll see the typical rings of a Fresnel lens underneath. Yeah, now I remember. And now I understand why Fresnel lenses are used in overhead projectors. There's no longer a thick lens right above the light source under the glass. Instead, you have a thin Fresnel lens. That's a simple way to get a truly flat surface. Exactly. But now let's get back to solar cells. The Fresnel lenses used by SolarTech International are made out of a silicone from Vacker's Elastosil Solar product line. This silicone is the material of choice because it fulfills all requirements perfectly. It is durable, easy to work with, and can be cast in sufficiently thin layers. Glass is not suitable for creating Fresnel lenses with the necessary precision. A solar panel consists of many solar cells. 
On top is a glass plate with Fresnel lenses attached directly to the back of the glass. There are 144 of these lenses in a solar panel from SolarTech International. Together, these lenses create a checkerboard pattern on the 50 by 50 centimeter panel, which is only 8 centimeters high. The glass plate provides the required stability, and the silicone prevents mechanical stress from building up as a result of temperature fluctuations, for example. The structural design was developed by SolarTech International in collaboration with the renowned Jaffe Physico-Technical Institute in St. Petersburg, Russia. Liquid silicone is cast into a negative shaping mold. It is extremely important that no bubbles form in the process. That would make the lens useless. A glass plate is placed onto the layer of silicone and the silicone is allowed to harden. As it cures, it binds to the glass. The choice of silicone and how it is processed is absolutely critical because fractions of a millimeter make a big difference. The solar cells must be positioned exactly 20 micrometers under the lenses. In addition, the solar cells are fitted with a so-called secondary optic. This is an additional lens that enables the solar panel to be more tolerant to tracking errors. Panels that have light-concentrating lens systems only work under direct sunlight. This is because a lens is capable of concentrating only those light rays entering directly, that is, at a 90-degree angle to the panel. In contrast, on cloudy days, the sun's rays are diffuse. In other words, sunlight enters the lens from all possible directions. Under these conditions, a lens cannot focus the light in the intended direction and onto the solar cell. So that as much light as possible reaches the solar cells, the panel actively follows the sun's path. That means it sits on a platform, a so-called tracker, that can rotate on two axes. Powered by electric motors, the tracker aligns the solar panel such that it always faces the sun at an optimal angle. Photovoltaic technology has everything it needs for continued success. Highly efficient solar cells are available. The panels are sturdy and durable. The light-concentrating lens systems have been tried and tested, and the tracking systems are reliable. That's all for this month from the Fascination of Chemistry. You'll find more information on the Internet at www.vacher.com slash podcast. Tune in next month. Until next time. Vaca. Creating tomorrow's solutions.